0: Welcome to the Let's Get Into It Coaching Podcast. My name is Joanne MacMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. Well, hello, and you are so welcome back to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I'm delighted to be here with you again today. And today's topic for this episode is called Be Still and Know. And I'm sure many of you that know that old um kind of gospel song probably has that playing in your head or singing in your head right now. And I know... um there's a video that does the rounds on the internet from from Oprah Winfrey where um she she talks about kind of coming back into stillness and being still and no and she sings it on um this recording as well of uh, you know how she walked this this track this athletic track or something and these words came up for her and she started seeing it I suppose to to help her still her own spirit but um so there's this beautiful saying and I'm sure I have mentioned it before and it's by Gabrielle Roth, and she she talks about how in the ancient times or in the older times people would go to the the medicine man or woman, or in like shamanic societies, would go to the medicine man or woman and ask them, you know, to be healed, you know, or um, if they are physically ill, mentally ill, spiritually ill, whatever it might might be. And um, she says there that in these societies, the medicine man or woman would usually ask one or four questions. And these are, when last did you sing? When last did you dance? When last did you listen to the magic of stories? And when last did you fall into the sweet sound of silence? And on many levels, and especially for people who are energetically quite sensitive or empaths, it is so, so important that we spend time in silence and just in our own space where we can hear ourselves think and even just um, discharge a lot of the energy kind of absorbed during the day. I know for myself, I really need to have my own space. And as I'm recording this, we're right in the middle of the COVID pandemic and everybody, whether they wanted to have their own space or not, have been thrown into their own space and they have nothing but stillness and listening to their own voice. I know that is very, very challenging for many people. And I know for a lot of my clients and I have been working with um you know all of the distractions all of the coping mechanisms everything has just been stripped away and all of a sudden they have nothing else but themselves and their inner voice and that can be quite scary to somebody if you're if you're not used to that (laughs) and if you're used to a lot of kind of external distractions or external noise if you like um and yes and not everybody likes stillness um and I, I would always ask, why? <laughs> why is it that you don't like stillness? But I suppose there are many different kinds of stillness that I want to touch on today. And one of them being the inner stillness. Um, you know, when we are in our own space and it could be very quiet around, there could be a raging storm going on within ourselves. And, you know, or there could be all of this mental chatter going on, or you might have had a falling out with a friend or a partner or something. And this whole conversation and all of those words and everything that has been said just kind of mulls around within your your heart and your mind. And it's just, it's nonstop chatter. So, you know, in order to, to bring that to stillness, you know, A lot of people, that's why we meditate and, you know, um, have a meditation practice. Is so that we can bring ourselves into that still place or into a place of inner stillness. And that can be quite challenging for many. And it it definitely takes practice. (laughs) It's not something that just happens overnight. Um, It is definitely something that we have to work at and practice all the time. So we get the inner stillness. But then we also get the outer stillness. And being in a place, I love living in the country. I love where I live, where it's nature. And you know, if there are any sounds, it's usually natural sounds, you know, there will be birds. And recently there's been this beautiful sparrow hawk that that wakes me up early in the morning and I just love his sound. It's just so beautiful. So um but other than that, it's it is pretty quiet. It's very still. And um, mostly, you'll just hear the wind going through the trees. Um, and I love outer stillness too. I'm not somebody that can be in very noisy environments or where there's a lot of hustle and bustle. Um, I don't spend a lot of time in cities. Um, where there's kind of an influx, of um of sounds and stimulation all the time it's just too much for my senses so i love outer stillness as well um and like that i also need to make time to have outer stillness if i had a lot of um you know if i've had a lot of um, busy weeks and you know or spend time in a lot of busy places or were at conferences for a whole week or so on, where there was a lot of talking and absorbing of information, I always have to make time for myself to, you know, um, find a place of stillness. And sure, what better way to do that? To go out and treat yourself and go to a spa for the day. <laughs> and Just absorb all the lovely, tranquil sounds and the stillness that you can find there. So, and then the other parts, the things that I want to to touch on is in craniosacral therapy, I'm sure there m- might be other healing modalities that uses this term as well. But I, I know from going to CST practitioners that they often talk about the still point. And I know um, my own CST practitioner, he always talks about, you know, my body being He he calls it, it's like static or static electricity. It's like there's a lot of things going on, a lot of movement, a lot of processing. And very often it's almost, we're almost to the end of the hour. (laughs) We, We might get to the place where they call the still point. Whereas the body just goes into this beautiful place of just, it's almost like expansion and stillness and where like the whole system just relaxes into itself it's like everything just clicks into place and just for that moment there's like it's like being suspended in time and there's there's this real kind of stillness that he experiences in my body and you know and so do I and it's it's yeah it's a beautiful term and it's it's if you, like, my, I am quite mentally always active. I'm always thinking. I'm always um, remembering, okay, I need to do that. And it's like, and that's why having diaries and things is so important to me so I can make my dump list. I can write things out. But my mind is always creating. It's like, I it doesn't matter where I go. I'm always thinking of new ideas and things to do and how I can do it and figure it out and problem solve things. It's like, it, I I have to really work on shutting down the chatter in my mind. And it's not necessarily just useless chatter, sometimes really creative chatter, but I need a break from it (laughs) as well. So hence me going to the CST practitioners and all of that too, because I do need to make time for that, to reach that still point within myself, where it feels like your breath is just just expanding and um, that you, it's almost like you... um. You get a sense of the whole cosmos. You you being connected to the whole cosmos. Well, that's how I experience it in my body. And... Then there's also a stillness of alone time. You know, for a lot of people who are coupled or have families or so on, it's like your whole day is is wrapped up around activity and things. And especially now during this time where um, parents have to homeschool kids and all of that, I don't think they get a lot of alone time just as couples, you know, together, but also just with themselves, um, you know, individually. And I know some people might, well, uh, the one person is doing dinner or washing the dishes, the other one might go out for a walk, but it's very often not necessarily to spend time alone. It's very often to get the exercise in or get the steps up or, you know, it is, there is usually a mission behind behind that. And that's very often the only alone time that That people um do get, but I'm wondering what it will be like if if that is your situation, if that is your life where you know there's such a humdrum of things and to be organized and to be done and to you know and everything else um I'm wondering if you could maybe make it your mission just somewhere in this week that you create some alone time for yourself just so that you can you don't need to be anywhere specific or to do anything specific, um, just for you to be in your own space, whether that is maybe just to m- maybe meditate, or even if you do go for the walk, go with the purpose of, I need to hear my own voice, I need some alone time, not necessarily just to go and get the steps up, or to get the calories down that you consumed the previous day, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) So whatever it might be or whatever is usually the instigator that allows you to take that time. But to actually give yourself permission to have that alone time. And if that scares you a little bit or that that thought comes up of, oh my goodness, no, I, I, why would I want alone? I'm sure I will be bored or <laughs> whatever, or whatever. The thing is, I'll be curious about that and just wonder, like, why is it that you feel that way? Um, You know, and I suppose, what would it be like actually to spend that time alone with yourself to even just reflect on your own dreams and your own goals, and where you would like to be, and and just even take stock of your life, or you know, what is there, if anything, you know, what would you like to change, maybe, about your life, just a connection back to yourself, and we only really get to do that when we spend time alone. So, I've covered now, outer stillness, inner stillness, the still point, alone time, all of that, but what is the purpose of all of this, Joanne? You're probably asking. It's like, why are you telling me to spend time by myself? <laughs> so, but I suppose the purpose of, um, really going into that quiet space or spending that time alone is really about you hearing your inner guidance, and just like I refer to that, right? You know, just to that point there of, you know, even just reflecting on your goals and where you're heading or what would you like to bring into your life or what would you like to create in your life. Um, you know, if our, our life is so busy and constantly um, taken up with tasks and things and people and voices and all kinds of things that come at us and, you know, programs and news and things that we consume, um, we we very rarely make time to hear our own inner guidance and to really hear our own voice. And I suppose that is the reason. And, you know, there are so many beautiful ways where we, we can do that. So I want to give you a task this week, is to figure out a way how you can spend some time by yourself. Whether that is time in nature, maybe, or whether it is literally just taking a walk or even just going out into your back garden and sitting down for 10 minutes with nothing else to do but to listen to your own self. (laughs) To just hear what is bubbling up. When last did you actually listen or try to hear your own inner voice? And I'm not talking about that nasty voice, that critical voice that comes up and go you know you're not good enough you should be doing that you should be doing better this that and the other i'm not talking about that voice i'm talking about if you've even put your hand on your heart right now and just taking a deep deep breath into your tummy another deep breath in come on Ah, another deep breath in. Let's breathe together. And out. I'm talking about that voice behind your hands that's there on your heart. In that place. What does that voice say? What do you hear when you listen to your heart space or you might see something you might be really visual and you might see a flicker or a memory that pops up or you might think about a time in your life where you felt probably most connected to yourself I'm talking about that voice so somewhere in this week if you can make time to do just that Just even that little practice of putting your hand on your heart, taking in deep breaths and just to tune in to that heart voice. And if there are tears that come up, that's okay. That is perfectly fine. Just let the tears flow. That voice hasn't been heard maybe in a very long time. And the tears are very often, it's just about the joy of reconnecting to it. And in that joy of connecting to it, we sometimes realize how we have missed listening to that voice. I really hope you can make some time this week for yourself this week and all the weeks following that you make it part of your daily practice that you can just tune in with yourself, reconnect to this voice at the center of your chest and just listen to its guidance. Listen to that inner knowing. Listen to that next step because it knows the way this is where your inner guidance is and it knows the way all you need to do is tune into it and listen to it i will leave you with that today i really hope that you can make some time to do this for yourself you so deserve it you so deserve to hear your own voice and to listen to its guidance. I wish you well, and I look forward to spending time with you again on the next time. So uh, this whole week, just make time to get into it, get into that voice and into that space that will offer you the guidance. It knows the way. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It Coaching Podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode, when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.